Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Another training camp injury. Um, this another one, cart, too. Another, the cart, man. The cart freaks me out a little bit. It probably... I, it probably would have helped people if this one happened first, right? There wouldn't have been as much freak out if Travion Williams is taken off on the cart and then they're like, it's an ankle sprain. And then people might just be like, oh, okay, that happens with these. Because I, I had to preface the whole burrow going off on a cart thing. It's like they take a cart for a lot of things in training camp. Like it doesn't have to be a devastating injury. And uh, we just have back-to-back uh, type cart-related somewhat minor injuries. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, the practice field, you have to go down the hill and then you have to cross the street. And why wouldn't you take the, the card is the best answer. And that's the thing. Mitchell Schwartz, I want to say he was the one that had a tweet about carts and training camp because it's just faster for a lot of them to go. Hey, if you have to go get an MRI or you do need to go to the training staff, just make sense. Put them on the cart. Go that way. Don't put any extra weight on their body. And nobody wants to carry anybody in the heat. So um, it makes all the sense in the world to take the cart. I think get up the next morning. They were doing a breakdown of the cart being out there. And it actually terrified me. I was like, oh, we're going to have to turn that off. And uh, let's just wait for a positive update. Because a lot of people freak out when they see a cart. But uh, Travion Williams. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> my desk. My foot hit something. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll go back to uh, Travion Williams, which felt like a little bit of an optimistic update after practice from Adam Schefter. Or it was the interact report. I apologize for not having the correct insider who did tweet it out. But one of the uh, the guys insiders had a little bit of an update after it was over. Travion Williams left practice a little bit early. He was on the cart. They taped his ankle. And then he actually ended up going in there, I'm sure, to get an MRI because they have an MRI machine at Paycor Stadium and reports that it is a um, ankle sprain right now. And it could be a couple of weeks for Travion Williams. Any thoughts on that? Um. Two quick ones. Uh, the first thought is, thankfully, just an ankle sprain, which is a few-week injury, similar to Burrow type thing, and you're probably going to treat it like it's worse than it is and limit his reps. Although I wonder about that a little bit just because he's not – is he on the roster bubble, or do you think he's a lock? I think he's a lock because I think yeah. he could be a special teams guy too. Yeah, I think so too. So I don't think he's a roster battle type person per se, but he is fighting for a job. He's fighting for the, you know, third down running back job or just to get more carries, you know, the better they look, the more carries he'll get in preseason. Um, so, I mean, I think he would, I think he'll play in the preseason. If I had to guess it's a, an ankle sprain. The other thought of this is, um, Man, how fragile the feeling of third down running back where you're just giving it to Trevion Williams, who's never done it in the first place at the NFL level, and then he goes down. And it's like, well, what else do we have? Chris Evans. Okay, yeah, and if they really believed in Chris Evans, he would have done it by now. 
I'm joking. I'm joking. But uh, no, I get it. I just, man, I do think there's a lot of people still have that opinion. It's just like it, if it was Chris Evans, I think we would have seen it. I think he would have. They were begging for somebody to take that role before, and it they did not go to him. No. So, so at this point, it's going to be two weeks, which I feel like is optimistic news. Uh, anytime it's a leg injury, and I you, you I always think of the worst. I'm like, oh no, it's is it's an ACL. Oh no, it's going to be this. Oh, it's going to be season ending, or it's going to be multiple weeks. Right now, it feels encouraging for it to be an ankle sprain. Um, you know, hopefully Travion can get back out there because it is important to get these training camp reps. And now we're going to see a little more just of Chase Brown. Um, I would say, and obviously yeah. we know you're getting from Joe Mixon out there. And yeah, we'll see more Chris Evans right now. You will, you will. So if it is a two week thing and you are the Cincinnati Bengals and it's still, you, you lose Smash AP run to free agency. We still don't know what you're having in Chase Brownie as a rookie. It feels fun, encouraging, exciting out of RB2, um, but still a lot of unknowns. Travion Williams, I felt like, was going to be more of, um, like I've mentioned before, a special teams guy and still be the third running back in the room. I, I didn't think he was going to overtake Chase Brown, but, hey, anything is possible if they feel confident in, in Travion Williams. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals and it is a two-week situation, are you bringing anybody in for a camp body? No. Maybe. Not to me. I don't know. Camp body, maybe. But I don't think you make a move for anybody serious. Like, I would just guess that you bring in a camp body if you feel like you don't have enough guys to make um, to make everything work in practice. You know, like scout team guys and second team and third team. And if uh, guys are going to get – play too many snaps maybe you want to bring in a camp body just of that sort but to me i, I mean i feel like they have a bunch of camp but I, I don't keep up to date on the guys that i am 80 to 90 to 100 percent sure are going to get cut and maybe make the practice squad but maybe not uh, i don't keep too good of track of that but i thought they had like six running backs in there um so it still feels like plenty but maybe i'm wrong i don't know i uh I don't think I'm bringing in a camp body for a two-week thing. If it was all preseason, sure, I'd, I'd look at that. But uh, to me, no. I, I think I would just go through whatever is going yeah. on. No, I agree. I think it's just more reps right now for, for guys like Chase Brown. And then um, obviously mm -hmm. you'll have Joe Mixon out there. And they do. They have plenty of other guys who can take those reps into um, training camp. And the thing is, training camp really kind of winds down towards the middle of August. I know it just started. But that's when it's kind of like, um, you know, fans aren't there anymore. It's kind of behind the scenes of what it looks like. And they get kind of into their practice mode, getting ready for regular season. And then they're winding down with preseason games. So, yeah, uh, hopefully Travion Williams is good to go in a couple weeks out there. And uh, maybe he'll get a one to two games in of uh, preseason, but kind of leaning towards maybe the last game of the season. When it comes to the offensive side of the ball, we'll stay there. Let's go offensive line. Um, everybody, obviously, Jonah Williams is getting uh, those right tackle reps, and he's not going to get all of them because a lot of people forget that he's still coming back from an injury, and Zach Taylor even mentioned that. It's going to be a little bit of a cycle. You have Jackson Carmen, you have Jonah Williams, and nobody said, hey, this is Jonah Williams' job, but I feel confident that Jonah Williams will more than likely be the right tackle going into the season. Um, out of any of the videos or training camp conversation, how do you feel about the right tackle spot right now? Uh, 
as you don't have my opinion moved too much by training camp stuff. I still feel like it's just Jonah Williams' job. I'm not going to say that he has won the job yet. I just think he has the inside track and he has a head start and he'll probably win it. But what does that exactly mean? Uh, I don't know. But uh, I think Jackson Carmen has a shot at it. He does keep getting some reps. I don't think it is locked up. I think Jackson Carmen has anywhere, I don't know, like a 25, 30% chance of unseating Jonah Williams. Uh, if Williams doesn't show to the level of play he had two years ago, then that's a true battle for that spot. If he does, it's his. I, yeah. I don't think Carmen's. I don't think Carmen's ever played at the level that Jonah Williams played at in 2021. But if it's 2022, Jonah Williams, that's very beatable. And um, I think you're going to look for better. Even if he does win the job, you expect better than that. You, maybe he settles in and gets better throughout the year. But whatever they do, I just hope they make whatever decision helps the team the most. I think that's really what matters here is just find whoever is going to play the best right tackle. We don't know who it'll be. And uh that's what these battles are for right tackle and maybe safety are the two starting positions open for uh competition although i will say again i i haven't seen any jordan battle taking reps with the one stuff feel like maybe we all jumped the gun yeah we being everybody but me the one true nick scott fan well, uh, like we mentioned Lou in a room. I was not going to throw anybody on there. I know, I know, I know. I just, when I, when I was on Twitter I, earlier, like a month ago, it would feel like everybody's hot take was Nick's or uh, Jordan Battle starting week one. Jordan Battle's going to start. Jordan Battle's going to start. And then, uh, well, it's too early to say anything. So I'm not going to take a victory lap just yet. But right now, it's trending towards Nick Scott starting early in the year. Well, we'll stay with secondary. There's there's some wide receivers I want to talk to. We'll get we'll get to that in our next segment. But uh, with the secondary right now, and it is a safety position. Dax Hill, Nick Scott. Again, it's so hard to react to what you're watching when it comes to these guys going against yeah. a very tough, talented offense. And I always say, like, it's so great for them to go against uh, guys in this wide receiver room. You you think of the talent they have on all sides of the ball. It's it's awesome. Iron sharpens iron. Iron, but we just don't know what we're getting out of Dax Hill and Nick Scott. I think it's going to be the preseason reps because when Zach Taylor talked about it last week, when it comes to the starters getting um, some preseason snaps, that he felt like that was going to happen for you know a few series more on the offensive side of the ball. But how much do you think we're going to see of Nick Scott and Dax Hill? You obviously want to avoid injuries but it feels like they need some more in-game reps together. And I know they'll have the um, the practice with the Packers coming up next week too. That'll be really interesting to me because uh, what you're, what is the position battle? Is there a true position battle for Nick Scott's job? Is Dax Hill's job up? I think all those questions are kind of in the preseason snaps. Does one guy just play a series and go sit down? That guy's probably locked in. Uh, do they both play an entire half? I I would feel like that means that everybody's job is, you know, you have to go earn it type situation. So I think the preseason is going to tell us a lot. I I don't really make takes off of all the clips. I know. Uh, it's so hard, the, but this is the only thing we have. I know. But the, the one-on-ones, sometimes you're asking them to play it as if you have 
safety help and sometimes you're being asked to play it as if you don't have safety help but if you don't have safety help does that mean that there's a blitz and you really only had to cover them for like two seconds not two and a half three four seven seconds that sometimes these guys get to run routes and run their triple moves that never happen in a game um but yeah i i just don't have too many takes i guess i guess that they haven't flashed that much neither hill or scott in clips you also don't get to clip everything you know uh, they tell you, I think there's a reason you didn't see any seven on seven, 11 on 11 stuff today. Mm-hmm. As, you know, they'll close some of that so that it's not like the practice is being live fed, like the entire thing. Yeah. Usually all you're going to get is cool catch. And on the other end of the catch is somebody, you know, that is giving up the catch. Yeah. Uh, but it's not even always based off of like, that was your job. You know, we were playing essentially, cover one in this scenario and you had to cover that guy in this blah 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 sometimes you know it's just you were supposed to have help over the top even though you got beat that way you know you got beat to your help but it's one-on-one so we don't have that i don't know that's my whole i i i think you know by now i i am not i don't make You're takes off of training they're practice they're, it's practice it, could you imagine practice. if in season we got practice clips and like we watched these guys play a bunch of regular season games, but then you see some Cam Taylor Britt get mossed and you go, it's time to call up Jalen Davis. That's too many practices that he's gotten given up a catch. Well, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Here's the thing. Here's the difference because training camp, you get to watch the whole practice, but at practice, like during regular season, we would only like media would be there for like 30, maybe 20 minutes. Oh, that's true. A lot of it's close. A lot of it's close. But, not it would pretty much just be stretching and like a few the very beginning, but at the same time, regular season practices are so boring. They do not go hard at all. I mean, and I'm glad they don't because the season is already hard enough. Um, but it is you're going through it. You're going through the motion. You're going to see more of different players out there. Um, nobody's right. going to. It's try. more about like game planning, your yeah. specific opponent, all of that other stuff. But I just mean, if in the scenario that they were going real hard at practice, everything else, it it would be. It, Nobody would care. <laughs> Nobody would care. That's like that guy's playing really good football in the games. We don't we don't really care about the practice, but just because we're starved of content and like this is yeah. the only thing we've got, it turns into like, oh, we have to analyze every practice clip. You know, like let's what did he do right? What did he do wrong? I don't know. The coach will tell him. You know, I don't know what he's supposed to be playing in this situation. Or it's like when they do offensive line, defensive line. Here, offensive line guys and defensive line guys talk a lot about how like. They're trying new techniques. They're trying new moves. They're trying other things. It's like, this isn't just like, a, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to beat them any way I can. Sometimes it's, hey, I've really been working on this swipe move and I want to get it right after that second foot lands. So I'm kind of pronouncing the second foot and then the swipe. And like, even if that's obvious to the offensive lineman, I want to get this timing down so that when I'm in a game, when I'm in the preseason, whenever I can execute this and win whenever we get into a third and long. I, or it's just like, Sometimes the offensive lineman, it's like, I want to practice, you know, throwing out my outside hand in pass protection instead of two hand punching or inside hand and using the outside hand as a guide type thing. I just want to try to stab him right in the chest and the rep right there. And what does that mean? Well, if he gets that hand, I'm toast, but I'd rather get toasted in a practice than I would in a game. So I yeah, practice, you know, practice. Pratt, what me and Allen Iverson. Me and yeah. Allen Iverson got the same exact thoughts on this. 
That's what I was about to say. But you know what? Since you love talking about training camp clips so much, there's more secondary players that I want to talk about and wide receivers. One of them's got a lot of clips and they're good. It's, you know, it is hard for a secondary player to get some highlights. I know. And I, and I say it all the time. Cornerback is the hardest position in the NFL besides quarterback. Besides quarterback, because it's hard to be a quarterback all the time. Um, so I'm going to say cornerback. And uh, there's just more players I want to break down because that's where we're at right now on August 1st. First training camp game is right around the corner. It'll be fun to kind of preview that and uh, see real life physical football coming up soon. Fake football, kind of. But we'll get into that later on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.